So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, about a Sabbath, a Sabbath's day journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. Has anybody told you today that you're the beloved of God? Ah, you are. Beloved sons, beloved daughters. I am uh, so filled with gratitude this week for the way the Holy Spirit was moving in our midst, um, leading up to and during and even after our evening with Richard Rohr. I am so um, grateful for the disciples. We, we sometimes call each other volunteers, but this was discipleship. Disciples who greeted 500 people who came into our sanctuary to hear Richard. Colleagues of mine from other churches, people I've not even met, have sent me messages saying we were so profoundly and graciously received by your congregation. From greeting people in the parking lot to greeting people at almost every aspect of our building to get into this room. And then some even said you greeted us with love on the way in. And you greeted us with love on the way out by showing us how to get out of this building. You know, it's hard. It's not always intuitive to remember where you came in and where the parking lot is. And people were greeted by our disciples with flashlights and guiding words as to where to go in the parking lot. The parking lot of the middle school was completely filled. Thank you. Those of you who are part of this ministry of hospitality and welcome, thank you. I've heard people in our congregation 
over the last few days say, I don't know exactly what happened on Thursday, but it was sacred. Something of God happened in our midst, in the ecumenical gathering that happened, in the wisdom that, that Richard shared, in the community that God knit together that night. Something very sacred happened. And so we praise God, from whom all blessings flow. We're hoping to have a, a, a very well-produced uh, video of that evening that we'll put up sometime this week, and we invite you to, to view it and to share it with your friends if you are so inclined. One of the things that Richard spoke about, and he spoke about many things, we'll have some opportunity actually between services today to process what we heard and I invite those of you uh, who are there to come and those of you who are not there to come and just listen to what, how the Spirit was working in, in the lives of our brothers and sisters in Christ here in our congregation. One of the things he talked about was in his journeys throughout the world, he can tell if someone is um, a true follower of Jesus by the way that they love And he can say, you know, very quickly, you know if someone's in the flow of love or not. And he meets a lot of people who call themselves Christians. And he said, praise God, we're all on the journey. Nobody's made it yet. Nobody's fully actualized as a follower of Jesus. But those who have a loving God image are usually loving followers of Jesus. Those who have a judgmental God image very often are judgmental followers of Jesus. And he said it all comes down to our God image. Who do we think God is? If we worship a God who thinks that some people are more special than other people, then we become Christians who also believe that some people are more special than other people. If we worship a God who loves all people and who has created all people in the image of God, then we have a better chance as followers of Jesus to see all people created in the image of God and all people worthy of God's love, whether they believe in God or not. Sometimes God sends us messengers who show us something of God that we need to see. And if it's of God, it will always be loving. It will always be inclusive. It will always have concentric circles of love that spread out wider and wider and wider. In today's New Testament lesson, that Sharon read from the book of Acts and in the gospel lesson that Elizabeth read, we read about the ascension of Christ. That we don't always talk about in, on Sundays, it was celebrated on the, the 25th of May, where Jesus ascends into heaven. It's the, always at the end of the season of Easter. And Jesus said to his disciples, 
I am going to the Father, but I will send you another advocate, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, and that Holy Spirit will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. But Jesus says to his disciples, I must go first. I must leave you. I won't leave you orphaned, but I must leave you before the Holy Spirit can come. And today's scriptures is that day where Jesus ascends. I don't know what that looked like. I can't get my mind around that, but the scriptures tell us that Jesus ascended into the heavens. And the disciples were standing there worshiping Jesus. I don't know how long they were standing there worshiping Jesus, but they must have been standing there quite a while because God sent two messengers dressed in white who said, what are you looking at? <laughs> Why are you standing there looking up into heaven? Go to Jerusalem and wait until you are clothed with power from on high. And then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. Watch these concentric circles. In Judea, that's home turf for Jewish people of Jesus' day. In Samaria, that's not home turf. That's another culture. That's getting out of our comfort zone. And to the ends of the earth. You see how the Holy Spirit is preparing the church to be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. If we are going to be such witnesses, then our God image must be a God of love who loves all people. And our God image most likely must change from what we thought God was like when we were in Sunday school. At least the God image I learned in Sunday school. Did any of you learn about God being kind of a white guy with a white beard somewhere up in the clouds? Anybody besides myself? Yeah, okay, I'm not alone. <clears throat> I've told you this story before, but now you know uh, the person I'm telling you. It, Richard Rohr was on a retreat at a, at a monastery, spending some weeks in silence listening for God, but he knew that there was a hermit in that monastery who, whose calling was to pray constantly, to not be in small talk conversation with people so that he could continue the inner dialogue with the loving God. And Richard was walking through the woods and he saw this hermit coming towards him. So he got out of the way, he thought, I don't want to break this man's silence. He got off the path to allow the, the, the hermit to keep walking. The hermit saw Richard, the brother, and said, Richard. Richard was somewhat surprised. He thought, this guy is not usually talking. The, the brother ran up to Richard and said, Richard, you preach. Would you please tell everyone you can 
that God is not somewhere out there? And then the brother went back into silence and kept walking. God is not somewhere out there. God is right here. Between us, within us, around us, wanting to flow through us, every one of us, with nothing but love. When that God image, that present God image, can saturate our very being, when we can grow in our awareness of how God interacts with us every moment of every day, that's when the Holy Spirit will use us, each of us, to be witnesses of God's love in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, in the places where we are not comfortable, and where we don't feel like we're on our home turf, and even to the ends of the earth. And God needs us to be witnesses of God's love. I know some of you don't believe that. (laughs) It's all right. John Wesley said, preach faith until you have it. Would you say with me, come Holy Spirit. I am willing to be witness to your love. Here and anywhere you lead me. Amen.